0: You are listening to Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists. I'm Dr. Laura Mock, the life coach for busy dentists. This podcast explores how to feel better in all aspects of our lives so that we can be our best leaders. If you have been feeling stressed about being the owner of your practice and you want to change what you are getting at work and in your personal life, you are in the right place. Well, hello there. Thank you for stopping in again for another episode of my podcast. I'm Dr. Laura Mock, the leadership coach for Busy Dentists. Have you ever wondered to yourself, why does this lady keep showing up and doing these podcasts? Well, I have to tell you, it's not because I'm getting paid a lot for it. (laughs) Um, Actually, the reason that I do it is because I have a burning desire to make your life better. I know that it is hard to be a female dentist who owns a practice. It's tough. And, and even if you don't own a practice yet, or um, if, if you are aspiring to be where I'm talking about every month or um, every week, you, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you be, uh, overcome some of the obstacles that I learned how to overcome the hard way and I'm, helped, I'm wanting to make it so that you don't have to work so hard and that you can enjoy your life and make things easier for you. So along those lines, I have decided to start a Facebook support group. This is a free group for anyone who listens to the practice, not the practice, sorry, the podcast. Uh, There's a couple qualifications. So you have to be a woman or identify as a woman and you got to own a practice. If you don't own a practice and you're trying, or you're getting ready to, drop me a line. We'll see if I can sneak you in. But I just want the place, the place to be um, a forum where we can speak candidly, um, where we can show some of our vulnerability. Of course, you guys know I'll always start. I'll tell you the dumb things that I've done. <laughs> uh, if this sounds like something you want, you know, a little bit of an easier place to access Uh, me, ask me questions or your sisters in dentistry, then look us up. It's a Facebook group. It's basically just called Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists, listener support group. You can also message me if you can't find the group. I'd be happy to add you. You will have to be my Facebook friend in order for me to add you to the group. So I hope you don't mind if we're friends. Um, But yeah, I hope to see you on there. If this podcast has been helpful for you, I'd love to get to know you. You know, it's funny how you listen to podcasts and you feel like you know the person who's putting themselves out there, but it's kind of a one-way thing. I only hear from you if you reach out to me, and I would love to hear from you. This is why I do this. Now, let's talk about today's episode. I had the pleasure of interviewing an experienced, wise, wonderful dentist. Her name is Josie DeVidio. And she has also started a Facebook group called Yoga for Dentists. She's just out there giving us information every day on how to make our lives better through yoga. Um, And I'm a big fan of yoga. I don't practice it regularly anymore. Maybe someday I will again. But it's been really nice to have reminders from her on the daily now because she's out there helping everybody to take better care of ourselves. And that's mostly what we talk about on this episode. Just taking better care of ourselves mentally and physically. So give the episode a listen and I'll see you on the other side. Okay. I would like to welcome to our podcast today, Dr. Josie DeVidio.
1: Welcome. Hello.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Of course. I was super excited when I found your Facebook group and I was like, this girl needs to get interviewed because as I told you before we started, a lot of times I don't interview people. I just talk. (laughs) I have a lot to say. Well, you have a lot
1: of good stuff to say, so that's good. (laughs) Thank
0: you. Yeah. Important messages about, you know, just trying to make the lives of my listeners easier and better through helping, you know, with the dental practice and what we're thinking about and things like that. And so when I saw that you had created a Facebook group for dentists who are interested in yoga, I was like, I need to know more about this lady.
1: Excellent. So
0: tell me, how did you get to the
1: point where,
0: okay, so at some point you graduated from dental school and then now you're here and you're preaching to us, basically on the daily, every day, teaching us a little something about yoga. So take me from from the beginning to
1: where we are right now. Sure. So I've been in dentistry as a dentist for over 23 years, and prior to that, I was a dental assistant. I also worked front office stuff. so I'm well-versed in the different jobs uh, in dentistry. Well, um, let me
0: ask you a question. So did you become an assistant before you decided to go to dental school?
1: Yes, I was... I was trained in the office, so this you know, was like 100 years ago before all the rules and regulations. So I always wanted to work in a dental office because as part-time work, when I was in high school, they paid more than working at like McDonald's or whatever. So at my high school job board, some dental office was looking for a, a helper, and I said, I can do that. So, And I never feared going to the dentist. I always loved going to the dentist when I was a girl. Um, so I got my first job in a dental office. They trained me to be an assistant. I was a quick learner. Then they trained me to do front office stuff. And, you know, over the years, I ended up working in various dental offices through college. And one of my Dental uh, bosses said, "You know, you know how to do everything in the office now. You just have to go to dental school and become a dentist." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll do that." Like, because I always liked health and the human body fascinates me. And like I said, I had no reservations about working in dentistry, and I thought that yeah, that seems like the perfect fit. So, yeah. I ended up going to dental school. We have a very similar
0: story there because I was a dental assistant. Actually I started in the front and then I was like, this is more interesting back here. Right, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then finally found a dentist. I worked for a dentist who was like, yeah, you should go to dental school. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's great. And you know, the, and we should remember that when we have people in our offices, um, you know, coming yeah. through that if we see a diamond in the rough, you know, mm-hmm. so to speak, to encourage them to go on, because That's as you know, there's, it takes a certain personality type to be a good dentist. Yeah, right? it does. Okay. So back to your story. So oh, that, you decided to be a dentist. And then yeah, I went to dental school, uh, went to Northwestern Dental School, yay, go nuts. um, Graduated from there. I did a GPR residency. They asked me to stay second year and I could be chief resident. And I thought, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> so I did that. And, you know, I've always been into health and fitness. So I always was either working out or um, doing yoga. And I really just, over the years, fell in love with yoga more and more because, in my opinion, it really addresses the musculoskeletal issues that dentists and dental professionals face. Oh, well, we got you know, some
0: special ones.
1: Yes, and so um, that always had a special place in my heart. Um, I always felt like in my career, I was working out enough, doing enough yoga, but now looking back, I can see that really, it probably wasn't enough for the level of uh, patient care that I was providing and the level of stress that is inherent to dentistry. So um, that's part of my message now, with the Yoga for Dentist group is that self-care is important. Uh, You have to pay attention to it now because if you ignore it long enough, it will rear its ugly head and, you know, poke you in the forehead with you've been ignoring me too long. (laughs) It's time for you to pay attention. So that's part of my message now.
0: Okay. So you were always a dentist that focused on physical health. And even from, like, even before it was, it was cool, it sounds like you were like, Yeah, I do
1: yoga. Yes, I always okay. was the weirdo that did yoga. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't really become cool until like the early 2000s or whatever. Right. That's- yeah. Well, I should preface it by saying that I live in California where weird things have always been cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> I live in the land of like kale and avocado toast. So yoga was not that crazy for Southern California, mm-hmm. but for sure in dentistry, which tends to be a more conservative profession, yes. that was a little bit more weird. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. So then what happened? You're a dentist, you're working out. I'm a dentist, I'm working out. I grew a very successful practice um, from scratch and I loved being a dentist, I was the kind of dentist that would take journals on vacation because that was my reading material for fun. (laughs) And, um, I loved everything about it until one day I just stopped loving it. (laughs) So, you know, to make a long story short, I was not, um, I was ignoring signs that my body was giving me and even my own mental health and well Um, I was too stressed out I was taking things too seriously. I was um I don't know, I think just uh, I guess maybe I'm an overachiever by nature and I was not paying attention to that. And I, so I wasn't taking good care of myself physically and mentally, which I think for dentists and dental professionals it's like extra than like regular people, you know. And so one day um, the stress was not one day. I mean, you know, these things happen slowly over time. But one day, I had reached that critical mass, and my body, um, predominantly in my digestive system, just stopped working. I mean, I would go to lunch and eat. I eat relatively healthy, except for the days I really want the greasy tacos from Tico's Tacos in Simi Valley, and so I would go get those. You know, but it got to the point where no matter what I was eating, my stomach was not digesting. Like my stomach stopped working. So through a series of medical tests and procedures and consultations with a variety of um, medical professionals, basically, they all came to the conclusion of there's nothing wrong with you. You're just super stressed out and your body isn't handling it well anymore. Um, And so nobody wants to tell you this to your face. But basically, they were all saying like your job is killing you. Like you yeah. need to make some decisions, and so I start. I tried different things. You know, I tried dropping a bunch of PPO plans, and um, you know, lightening up my load, which was financially a wonderful decision that I would recommend to any dentist listening. Same. Um, and what happened was my load didn't really drop that much. I mean, it kind of fluctuated maybe for a couple of weeks, but then the space that opened up from those patients leaving got filled with better patients. Um, so I was still just as busy. Then I brought in an associate who was a a dentist, lady dentist that I had been mentoring throughout her college and and dental school years. Um, and it was lovely to have the extra help, but then it just, it didn't really take away stress. It just gave me a different level of stress. You know, like it didn't like amp up my stress vertically, but maybe made some stress laterally for me. Like, you know, it's hard to explain, but, um, You know, and and then at one point I realized I was really struggling and it was either, you know, my business or my health. And I decided to, um, again, long story short, sell my practice to my associate so I could take a sabbatical. Okay. Um, And my goal in my sabbatical was just to focus on me and my health and to be available for my teenage boys who are getting ready to go to college. And, um, So I did that. And that was March 15th of 2019. And exactly one year later, March 15th, 2020 is when we had the national shutdown because of the pandemic. Uh So now I, you know, when we're initially I was like, I'll just take some time off. And then maybe when my kids are launched, I'll, you know, in college, I'll go back. Now I find myself rethinking the whole thing because we're going to see what happens now you know, a sequela of the pandemic shutdowns and all of that, what's going to happen in dentistry. So, Um, but I'm, I'm happy with the decision I made. I'm definitely feeling better. I um, am taking better care of myself. I'm sleeping better. I'm, um, you know, I fulfilled some bucket list items during my sabbatical, one of which was to officially become yoga teacher certified. So I did the teacher training. Was that a lot of work? It was a lot of work. I was shocked. And I I was, it was a lot of anatomy. And since we took that, you know, which for me was like almost 25 years ago, um, since we took that in dental school, I felt like I had a leg up and I was having a hard time with it, you know, because as time goes on, you're focused on head and neck stuff. You're not focusing on, you know, uh, ligaments of the leg or whatever. So uh, it was a lot of work. Um, I basically had to learn a second language because you learn all the Sanskrit. Words. I was going to
0: ask you that next because all the they
1: all the positions sound the same to me. Right. Because I yeah. don't
0: get that language, you know.
1: So having to right. memorize all those. Yeah, you have to memorize a, a lot of them, and then sometimes I can remember the Sanskrit word for the pose, but not the English version. So it's mm-hmm. it's funny how your brain works at forty nine years old. Um, but you're right. They all do sound the same because they all add the word asana afterward and the word asana means pose. Got it. So the first part of the the word is whatever position you're going to be in and the the asana part just means pose. So that's why they do all sound the same. Yeah. So it was a lot of work, but it was rewarding and I'm happy I did it. So why did you decide to start the yoga for dentists Facebook group? So for me, I have always in my career encouraged other practitioners to practice yoga. I I love Facebook, even with its, you know, challenges. (laughs) And so I've always been on various dental groups. And, you know, everyone periodically, maybe once or twice a week asks, like, my neck is killing me, my back is killing me, what are you guys doing? And everybody chimes in with what works for them, which is great. And I would always say, you really got to do yoga. Like, yoga is really going to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe it's a cure-all, but it's definitely necessary for body maintenance, especially if you're working in dentistry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of us have a lot of stress as dental professionals, Um And we turn to running or cycling or, you know, strength training, working out, all which is good and needed to correct muscle imbalances. However, if you're already really stressed out, you have really ramped up your sympathetic nervous system. And so those types of exercises can actually be perceived as more stress to your system than as a stress reliever. And that's something that I never really understood until – you know, I've I've been really learning and focusing. So I did do a lot of that in my career. Hmm. Yoga is different because yoga, if you do it in the true tradition of yoga, will allow you to um, calm your nervous system down and really create some resiliency within your nervous system. And so if done well, even just simply breathing Will activate your parasympathetic nervous system, so that rest and digest mode, and that's really what I believe dental professionals need to counteract what dentistry is doing to us all day, both physically and mentally. So like to
0: say something about that, yeah?
1: Because I feel like this is
0: all of us who are listening to this. We are all repeat offenders of what you just said, and I just want to point it out. We were just talking before we pressed record. About uh, the fact that um, I had to cancel on you a couple of weeks ago because I got my shingles vaccination and my flu shot on the same day, and I got sick. Right. And I was like, Josie, I am so sorry. I never call in sick. And and you just kind of went, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true because when you're the owner and you're the producer, and you've got all this mental stress, not only of am I am I. Uh, covering my bills this month? Will there be any leftover for me? Is that margin going to be okay? Did I make the contact tight enough? Uh, What are my employees thinking right now? And there's all these things that you're thinking, you carry all those thoughts home and you're never allowing yourself to get into what you called rest and digest mode or letting your parasympathetic nervous system take over. And it's interesting because you and I both have that goal of helping dentists get there. It's just yours is, well, I wouldn't call yoga just physical. I would say there's definitely a mental part to it, but then mine is mostly on focusing the thoughts and that your thoughts create your reality. And we have to help our dentists break away from what they've been trained to do and take care of themselves. If you're sick, take a sick day. And if you're tired, rest. And if your thoughts are driving you crazy, you got to take
1: a break. Absolutely. I don't know why we need permission to do that. You know, I think that's part of my mission and and sounds like yours is Mm -hmm. to give dentists permission to take care of themselves. Why do we feel like we're superhuman and that the world will stop spinning if we take a day off? All those concerns that you said are totally valid. But one day off or even two days off isn't going to make or break your practice. It feels like it will, but, you know, it really in reality won't.
0: I would like to suggest that taking the time off will only not only not break you, you will probably actually thrive even more. Absolutely. You break, because a tired dentist doesn't even produce as much as she would if she were excited anyway. Right. So taking those times to take a break and refresh yourself is actually excellent for you and it's excellent for business.
1: Absolutely. I remember reading a while ago um, in some journal that they had studied people who are, you know, burnout in dentistry and they were actually treatment planning less than people who are fresh and new. Yes, and I remember reading that, and then evaluating myself as I was going through my work week, and I thought, "Oh my gosh, they're right," you know. Like I'm going through hygiene checks, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's a, a start of a cavity. Watch Let's it. just keep an eye on it." <laughs> yeah, you know, because it's like, "Oh gosh, I'm so busy. I cannot handle having another." You know, uh, I mean, it's a good problem to have, right? But at the same time, it just goes to show that you're right. If you're not, if you are tired you are not as effective or efficient. And, and that just doesn't just mean physically tired. It means mentally tired, emotionally yes. tired, right? Yes. Dentistry is really draining. Yes. So definitely, I love the work that you're doing in terms of mindset. And, um, you know, just it's, it's all stuff that we know, but we forget and don't work on. We forget and our default is
0: not to do what we know is good for us. And that's because of nature and nurture. It's how evolution made us. And the sicko things that we go through to get through dental school and be hard on ourselves and tell us ourselves that we're terrible and, you know, graduate and then take on this big loan to have our practice and stuff. And so it's like a double dose of hard, you know, and then it takes away that fact that we know we should and i'm saying that with air quotes should take care of ourselves but we ignore that right so, so yes you and i are united in mission yeah so let me ask you a question let's pretend i am one of my listeners okay and i've got three kids and i'm driving my kids home in the minivan right now listening to the two of us talk and they're like josie i hear you i know that i and here comes my air quotes again should practice yoga but i Do not have time to leave my children with the nanny, again, air quotes, and put on my Lululemon outfit and go figure it out in front of everybody else in spandex and whatever. So I hear you, but I just can't right now. Yes.
1: Yeah. And to you, I say, I hear you. And that is why I would suggest that you take it in small doses. Even if you just do one pose at the end of the day to help just calm your mind or stretch your body that is gonna start you on a journey of realizing that you deserve it and you need it. Um, It is what I try to offer in my group. Um, I I have the Facebook group, but I also do it on Instagram. Um, And I have a YouTube channel now. And so what I'm trying to put out is content for busy people. So I have stuff for beginners stuff. uh, My goal would really be to teach anybody who's curious about yoga, what they need to know so that they can feel confident going into a local yoga studio and taking an actual um, yoga class or session there. But it, it all, it's like learning anything. You know, I, I have people tell me, you know, I, um, I don't know enough about yoga to go to a yoga class. That's like saying you have to know how to play tennis before you take tennis lessons. You know, you go to a yoga class to learn how to do yoga, but I want to break it down even more from there. And in my group offer um, this, you know, information. So this is what this pose does. This is how you can modify the pose. If this looks too hard, or if you, your leg, can't bend that way, or you can't sit here. Um, In other words, we're trying to do realistic beginner level yoga, get the information you need so that you can grow in confidence. You can do this at home. You can do this after your kids go to sleep. You can do it in the morning when you wake up. And what I, when I say do it, I mean just a simple yoga pose or a quick meditation. Um, would it benefit you to do more long-term and a longer class, maybe 30 minutes or an hour? Sure. But we're starting where we're at. Because something is better than nothing. Um, so I want
0: to give an example of, of how you do that. So there was this one time when you got on and you were like, now we're going to do a five-minute facial relaxation exercise. And I was like, well, I can do that. you know. So I just sat there and listened to you. And by the time I was done, I was like, wow, I really did carry. I was carrying a lot of tension in my face. And it just took me those couple of minutes to just Actively relax them, and then right. you said in the video you could actually do this while you are working on a patient, if you want to, or during a meeting, or as you're getting ready for bed, or whatever. And I was like, that's true, and that'll help me have less wrinkles too. So, yes
1: that's, you know, yes. So
0: that's if you're if you're thinking to yourself, "Gosh, this is kind of interesting." I would encourage my listeners to seek either the Instagram channel or the YouTube I mean or the YouTube channel or the Facebook group just to start putting it into your feed as in what are you actually listening to and looking at when you're on your electronics, whether it's your computer or your phone. You know, we want to be carefully putting what we want in front of our eyeballs instead of what other people want our eyeballs to see.
1: Yes. And this absolutely. Is the type of
0: thing what the what you're creating is the type of thing that we can actually benefit from as opposed to like constantly negative news or, you know, um,
1: I don't know. I can't think of anything else, Clever, but you know what I'm talking about. Right. Absolutely. I, I call that positive mental nutrition. Yes. So I have gone through and I, and I periodically do this through my feeds and unfollow groups or people who make my blood boil. Some of them are lovely people, but whatever mental stage I'm at, it's like, you know, I can't have this in my life right now. Maybe I'll revisit this later, but you know, it's, dentistry is stressful enough. Having a family is stressful enough and you love dentistry and you love your family, but we, we get enough stress from that. And those are things we have to do. Why invite additional stress into your life? you know, that doesn't make sense. So I appreciate that you see the value in what I'm offering because it is a passion project for me. I I feel like the dental community are the people who I understand the best after having been in this community for so long. And that is, um, you know, my heart's desire is to make life better for the people by just teaching them what I've learned, what I'm learning and sharing my insights, you know, no one has to agree with what I say, but if, if what I share causes you to think about things differently or apply it differently to your life and how it suits you and it makes your life better, I mean, that's a win for me.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I just want to say it's probably been, I don't know, the last like three to four years that Facebook groups for dentists have become a really big thing. You know, dentistry is sort of a isolating, lonely, thing. My team's got each other, but I'm just there, right. you know, trying to carry the torch of my practice. And so it was really exciting at first when I started connecting with other dentists, sharing techniques, sharing HR issues, you right. know, all that stuff. But all of a sudden, I don't know, two, two and a half years ago, my Facebook feed was full of dentists arguing with each other.
1: Yes.
0: Yes, that's all it was. Well, that's not how I would do that. And don't you dare do a posterior bridge or don't you blah, 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 you know, and all these things where people were actually cutting each other down. Yes. Instead of building each other up. And if you, as in you, my listeners are finding that that's what's happening for you on social media, it's okay to get into your Facebook or your Instagram settings and choose what your eyeballs are going to see on a daily basis. Get yourself more yoga for dentists and less arguing in dumpster fires.
1: Yes, I agree. And that's how I've had to handle it myself. And initially, I, I was like, Oh, but I want to hang out with everyone. But then it's like, but this, I feel terrible after I read these posts. So I have to take a break, you know, and, and that's the other option is if you're worried about missing out, right, everybody has FOMO these days, you yeah. can just drop out or unfollow for a while and see how your life is doing. If it's better, great. If you really miss it, you can always go back. I mean, it's not like you can never return, but, but I agree. You really have to make changes um, and, and be cautious about what you let into your mind for sure.
0: Yes, because your mind is where the beginnings of your life are. It always, absolutely. everything that is happening in your life starts in your mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we got to be protective of that. I absolutely agree. Yes. Well, I just think that what you're doing is so beneficial to our community. I'm just really grateful that you're doing it and you, you stepped into this, this space of need and you're, you're creating something good for your viewers and your listeners.
1: Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I, I love being a part of your community now and, and learning from you, what you're providing through your content is super valuable. So I hope that listeners You know, you always say like, even if you put into practice one thing that you learn, your life will be that much better and you're providing a lot to choose from. So thank you for all the work that you're doing for the community.
0: Yay, yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So why don't you tell our listeners before we sign off the easiest way to find you? Um, I am at Yoga for Dentists, whether that's Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. At Yoga for Dentists, and I also have a website, Yoga for dot net. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the website, you will encounter a pop up pretty quickly. And if you drop your email in there, you can access a free end of workday meditation. And I designed this meditation to be downloaded to either your computer or your phone so that you can do the meditation at the end of your workday, whether it's an admin day or a clinical day. And you would do this meditation either in your office, if it's quiet at your office at the end of the day, because sometimes dentists you know, are done, but the staff stays. So if that's your situation, then you would do the meditation in your car before you drive home, before you, or your, before your commute, if you're on a train or something. So the the goal is to walk you through releasing the stress of the day and preparing your heart and mind for your evening so you can enjoy your rest time at home with your family.
0: That's awesome. Get that parasympathetic nervous system back in charge. That's right.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That's awesome. Nice work. All right. Well, I just want to thank you one more time for being on our podcast, and um, we'll we'll add links to the show notes if anybody is driving or whatever. You can look it up later, and uh, who knows, maybe we'll end up at a retreat together, or we'll, we'll both be teaching in the future. You know, continue that would be awesome. Dentistry better. So I will see you on the other side. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists. To download my free workbook on how better leadership starts with your feelings, go to my website, thelifecoachforbusydentist.com, and click on Get Free Help.